All right. Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. We're starting on the bottom of Mem Gimel Amud Beis, three lines from the bottom at the word Tanya. And we'll be finishing the parak and learning until Mem Vav Amud Aleph at the end of the Mishnah, which is about two-thirds of the way down. Um, as you can see, there's three lines on uh, Mem Hey Amud Beis. And as you can also see, the Ron ran out of ink in one of his uh, big pens because this is a ridiculous amount of writing. Uh, and it's actually an old sugya of Ein Brera versus Yesh Brera. We'll get into it briefly. Everybody relax. It's, all, it's everywhere in Chas. It's everywhere. It's retroactive decision making. We'll get there soon. But first, we have to go back to the sugya that we were discussing in our Mishnah. Let's say Ruvain and Shimon were traveling together. Ruvain has all the food, but Shimon is Asr Behanna from Ruvain. So Ru- Shimon's going to start. Shimon needs food, and Ruvain is the one who holds the food. So the Mishnah had recommended that what should happen is that Ruvain should take the food. He should put it on top of a rock or on top of a fence. And if Ruvain is mafkir with his whole heart, then Shimon is allowed to be the beneficiary. That's no longer considered a hanav because you can only have an iser hanav. The items belong to, to Ruvain. But if it doesn't belong to Ruvain, all is well and good. And the Brisa says, three lines from the bottom, Tanya. Hamafkir es sadehu, if a person is mafkir their field, for the first three days, you can renege on whatever hef- whatever hefker you did. Right? It's a strange halacha. <laughs> 24, hours. Well, 24 hours comes up in the Gemara. Assume we reject that also. But the Gemara here says you have up to three days. And that means even if I'm mafkir and you take it and you go and you you start planting, that's my field within three days. Don't start planting in the first three days. That's what the end of the Tanakhama. Mikan after the 72-hour mark, the Gemara says, in or both then, the Hefker decision that you made three days ago finally takes full effect. The Brisa continues on the top of Memdala Madalaf. Let's say Omar Tehe Sadezum of Keras Liyom Echad. This field is only going to be Hefker for one day, Lashabas Echad for one week, Lachodesh Echad for one month, Lashana Achas for one year, Lashavua Achas for seven years. So then for as long as no one squats on that land or takes that item that you were mafkir, for you or anybody else, if it sits there untouched, even well beyond the three days, you can go up to seven years, whatever the parameters were of your commitment, where you said, is for X amount of time, as long as it, as no one's touched it, then you're, you can always take it back. No problem. However, once somebody else, or if you you know, you you recoup your losses and you say, you say, you know what, I changed my mind. Then it's no longer considered hefker. And yachalachzor, but then the, the whole transaction is over. Okay. Now, what's the problem with this brisa? The problem with this brisa is that the resha and the seifa sounds like we're talking out of both sides of our mouth. On the one hand, we said three days. And then a line later, we said seven years. So says the Gemara, the Gemara posits, maybe we should say that resha is rabbanon and seifa is rabiosi. Which Rabbanan and Rabbiosi are we talking about? So this goes back to the Mishnah on the Daf prior, Mem Gimel Aleph, at the end of the Mishnah there. We had had a machlokes about putting the food on top of the rock. According to the Rabbanan, they had said, That food is considered mufkar. And once I, Ruvain, put it on top of that rock, you, Shimon, who have an Isra Hanna for me, you can eat it right away. No problem at all. And Rabbiosi was the one who was Oser, and he said, No, this still doesn't work yet. And really, the Gemara's comparison to our this machlokes is not so good because what did the Rabbanon say over here? It's immediate. They don't say three days. They say it's immediate. 
That's the Gemara's comparison. Nevertheless, it's not a stark comparison, but the Gemara says that the ratio, which says that it only takes three days for the Hefker to actually take effect, that must be the sheet of the Rabbanon, because they believe that in short order, the food becomes Mufkar, whatever becomes whatever is your item becomes Hefker. Masha'en came in the Seifa, when it says up to seven years, that it's still, you're still, it's still, uh, it's still not gone yet. It's still not Hefker yet. That must be the Shita of Ribiosi. Again, the Rishonim have to play around with this because it's really not a great comparison. It really isn't, and it, it should bother us. We're comparing the our Mishnah, which says that the Tanakhama says that it's immediate, that the Hefker counts right away. Shimon can eat on the spot. Yet, we're comparing him to the sheets of three days. Good question for the Rishonim. Not for us, but that's a good question. So the Gemara provides two answers to this question. Answer number one is as follows. Amar Ula, five, six lines down, Ula says, Seifanami Rabbanonim. Really, the whole Mishnah is the Rabbanon. How could the Seifa be the Rabbanan? The Rabbanan were of the opinion that the the Hefker action that you did, that they were Mafkir, that actually worked. So how can you say it's the Rabbanan? Then Amai, Adshelo, Zachaba, Ben Acher, Yocholach. Why is it that we allow then up to seven years? If you're saying that the mechanism of Hefker actually works in short order, then what's with the seven-year deal? So then according to Ula, the way that we can understand this whole brice according to the Rabbanan, is shiny shana v'shavua delo These types of uh, verbal uh, caveats, I want this to be Mufgar for seven years, that's weird. That's not a normal kind of a thing. And therefore, he agrees, and, and everyone would agree, Rabbi Yossi and, and the Tanakama would agree that in such a case, that um, that it's not considered to be a full transaction yet. And if you give a specific parameter as to how long you want it to be mafkir, then you're allowed to take it back throughout that course of time. That's answer number one. I don't know the answer to that question, but I assume you can be mafkir it seems you can be mafkir anything because this case was mafkir as sadehu. That's what our case was. Right, well, you could for sure be mafkir metal. You know, being able to mafkir. Same as long as as long as nobody takes it. So let's say I'm mafkir, uh, you know, something in my backyard. I put it in, I put it in the alley, and none of the alley rats take it. It just stays there for years. So as long as I, I, as long as nobody touches it, then it's still it's the the then the mechanism of hefker has not been fully effect in, in effect yet. No, no, no. What I'm saying is with respect to how could that food become available immediately to them if there's a three day. That's that's what I said. Is that's a discussion in the Rishonim. That's not simple. I mean, we understand the Mishnah and we understand the Rabbanan, but to say that the Mishnah is this Bryce is very difficult. But that's what the Gemara does assume, and it's not, your question is better. I don't have an answer for you. It requires Rishonim to like to dig in on that. That's a great question. And then the second answer as to how we can understand this Brisa, because it does seem like the Reisha is the Rabbanon and the Seifa is Rabiosi. And the Gemara says five lines from the bottom of the page. Didn't take long to switch from five lines to the top to five, five lines to the bottom. Just wait till the next page when there aren't even five lines, and then it'll be even faster. And the Gemara says, no, really, really, Reish Lakish Amarmi, the Seifa Rabiosi, Reisha Nami Rabiosi. Just like in the Seifa, we said that there's no Kenyan of Hefker yet. It's not done yet. If seven years, the ratio is also the case. So how in the ratio? What was the case of the ratio? The ratio was three days. So ask the Gemara, the ratio, Hainu Taima, the reason why in that case we added in a three-day window was simply We didn't want people to forget the dinim of Hefker. Easy to forget some of the halachos. So we made a rule that uh, that there's a three-day stall in the efficacy of your being mafki or something. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, if that's true, if you want to show the halachos of Hefker, don't wait three days. <laughs> Just if it's mafki, then let somebody take it off your lawn right away. Says the Gemara, you're right. However, 
Where here we needed to add three days because people were using Hefker as a way to avoid paying Miser. Tax evasion is something that we've all heard of, hopefully that we're not guilty of. And the Gemara says over here that we were nervous about that back in the day. What was the way, what, what was the issue here is that when a product is Hefker, you don't have to pay Miser on Hefker. You don't have to give Miser. It's not your product. You found a, it's food from, from a Shemitah year. You take that food, there's no Miser on that food. So the Ramayin, what they would do is they'd be mafkir the food and they'd bring it into their house. And then when they brought it into the house, it's not Hefker anymore, it's theirs. But when they took it, it was from a place of Hefker. So the Gemara says that we had a Takana of three-day delay in order to prevent the tricksters and the tax evaders from avoiding paying Miser. That's what the Gemara says. All right. Now, back in our Mishnah, we're on the bottom line now, back in our Mishnah, we had said that if a person places the food, if Ruvain places the food on a rock or on a fence, and he's mafkirit, that Shimon is allowed to take it according to the Tanakama. And according to Rabbi Yossi, he is not allowed to take it. Aval says the Gemara do Raisa, lo have hefker. But on a Torah level, is it not going to be hefker? Let's talk about this case. Um, on the Doraisa level, it could be that this would be misunderstood. What was Rabiosi's injunction? Rabiosi's injunction is that there's a three-day delay. But really, what is it? During those three days, what is it? What? It's really ownerless. But we're afraid that people are going to make a big mistake. So during those three days, Doraisa lo have hefker. But says the Gemara on the top of Memdala on the base. If this was only a Takhan of it's only a Takhan of Therefore, it must be the Mizraisa. Correct, and therefore says the Gemara on the top of Mem Dalad and Mebez, the Dilma Asile Asure Min Hachiyuv Ala Pater Umin Apater Ala Chiyuv. You may have thought that this product is now. You may have made an error and thought that this product during these three days is Doraisa, and you may use these funds to pay off the Meiser on a Dirabanan product, or vice versa. In which case, you're mixing Doraisa and Dirabanan and Meiser. That's a huge problem halachically speaking, because you're either taking food that's del risa for something that isn't del risa and then you haven't done tithing there that food remains usser and vice versa is probably even worse where you're taking non you're taking meister der abundant and trying to potter up your meister del risa both are bad and the gemara therefore presents both sides so how do we get out of this this pickle and the gemara concludes to um when you're doing meister in this particular sample of the three-day delay, you can only give Meiser on the product itself. You can't use it on another product because we're afraid of the possibility of mixing Meiser Doraisa and Meiser Dorabon. Says the Gemara, wait one second, three lines down. Meisve, hamafkir is karmo. So I'm a mafkir my kerem. And then I wake up in the morning, ulashachar, omad, ubatsro. I get up and I start harvesting the grapes. So says the Gemara, how do we view that transaction? Were you mafkir it or were you not? Now, the night before we said you were mafkir, and then when you woke up, all of a sudden, maybe out of habit, maybe out of desire, you decided you were going to go harvest everything. Do you own that property as it relates to Meiser? Yes or no? And the Gemara says that, yes, you're chay However, and this is the key part for us, upatr here, clearly that product is not yours. It's still Hefker, even though you're the one who worked the land and you are the one who harvested the grapes. The Haraya that it says, Now on the page before, we learned about two different answers, one from Ula and one from Reish Lakish. Now, that the entire Brisa was that during these three days, there was nothing. Then the, during the it was derabanan that it was those three days. It wasn't del raisa. So then we could understand why it's pater mina meiser. 
However, Elo Laresh Lakish, who understood the two parts of our Brisa that we started with today as all being Rabiosi, so then Amai Pater Min Amaiser. Why then would you be Pater? Rabiosi says that Usser, that you're not allowed to be Mafkir that property, in which case you're stuck. And that means that it's yours and you should be Chayv in Meiser, not Pater in Meiser. So what the Gemara is trying to posit that maybe Rabiosi, maybe the Shita of Resh Lakish is the wrong Shita and really Ula was correct in his understanding of the Brisa. So the Gemara responds on behalf of Reish Lakish, Amar Lach, Kiamre Anal Rabiosi. You're right that when I was translating the Brisa that we started with, you're right that I, I established the whole Brisa, Reisha and Seifa Tibi like Rabiosi. But ha, this Brisa on Memdalatam Advez that starts three lines down, Rabbonani. That's not a problem. He gets out of a very simple answer. It's actually a very Balabatisha answer. Like, ah, oh, no, that's Rabiosi. This is, uh, it's easy, easy peasy. Just going to cut it down the middle. It's an easy answer. Ibai Seima, there's another possibility. One is where Hefker was done, not in a full Bezdin, but only with two people. And and one was where the Hefker was done before three people. So the Brisa, where we say that he's Pater Minamaiser, that's going to be a case where that was not a sufficient Hefker. It was only done by Anpe Train. Masha'in in the Brisa that we saw earlier, that must have been Ba'ape Tzlasa. Beautiful distinction. However, not everybody agrees with this. And this is a side Machlokes. Rabbi Yoshub and Levi Omar, Davar Torah, there's a halacha. That really, the mechanism of Hefker does not require a Bezin Shel Shlosha. It only requires the one person to be Mafkir. Why then did the Chachamim say, why did Rabbi Yoshua ben Yotzadak say that there needs to be three? It wasn't for the reason that two is not Hefker and three is Hefker, but rather, Ah, this is different. We don't need Bezdin, we need Edus. The different mechanisms, right? Bezdin is in front of three. No, that's not why we have three. This three isn't because of Bezdin. This three is so that the one who's one of the three, the one who's doing the hef, the, the Hefker mechanism, he's in front of Aiden. There's testimony that that's true. So that's the difference between these two different approaches. Hadran Allah, Ain, Bain, Hamudar, Yeratim, should come back to this daf in seven and a half years. That brings us to a new parent. We're going to learn this Mishnah. This Mishnah has five cases in it. And then on Shabbos, we're going to start digging in on this. As I mentioned in the chat, uh, Dafyomi is only 30 minutes before Mincha and Shabbos. And during the winter, I'm going to try and cheat a little bit to give us uh, a little bit more time to sleep at the table before we <laughs> come to sleep at this table. It just says the Gemara as follows. Partners, we're in business together. However, we don't like each other that much. Neither of us can get Hana from one another. Says the Gemara, but we both own one property. We're not allowed to walk into the property, neither of us can't walk in because I'm stepping on your square and you're stepping on my square. You can go in and we're under the assumption that the Dalad Amos that you're standing in are yours and the Dalad Amos that he's standing in are his. Now, how does this work? So the Rishonim here explain at tremendous length. The Rishonim here explain that this is the difference between Ein Brera and Yesh Brera. Let's review. We've probably had this 10 times in Shas, probably more. That Ein Brera and Yesh Brera is as follows. The example given in the Rishonim is an example of a barrel of wine and you're thirsty and you haven't given Truma yet. Are you allowed to drink the wine before your mafresh the Truma? Yes or no? So according to the opinion of Ein Brera, that we don't, look at the end to determine what was true in the beginning. So then how do I know that the, the particles, the, the molecules of wine that were left over was actually the truma, truma molecules of wine? Therefore, they say, because we can't drink all the way to that small shear and say, 
oh, look, therefore it worked out. Ain Brera, we're not allowed to look back in time and retroactively re-engineer what we wanted to work out. That doesn't work. Ain Brera. So you can't even drink the wine until you're mafia. Masha Enkin, according to the other opinion where we say, yesh Brera, drink, 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 leave over the right amount in the barrel. Retroactively, clearly, everything else that I drank must not have been truma because the truma is sitting in front of me. That's called yesh Brera. And here we're, we're employing the same split between the Tanakama and Rabbi Lazar ben Yaakov. The Tanakama was of the opinion that when these partners have an Isra Hanan one another, you can't walk into the field because we're not willing to say that had it been that down the road that yesh Brera, we're, we're, they don't say yesh Brera. The Tanakama is very strict. So therefore, when I step on this tile, so it may be mine, maybe yours. There's an Isra Hanan. That's not allowed. We have a Mudar Hanan between us. Ain Brera. But Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov says, Because if, if and when the business splits, there's dividends and we pay out. And let's say this property gets split. Okay, then that's where everything worked out. And that's going to be a case of Yesh Brera. And we'll see this play out again in just a moment. But let's finish up case number one. Top of Memvav Medala. If we're continuing in the Mishnah. The, the it's not a very good comparison, but the concept is correct. You're right. The sampling is not the same because we're dealing with, I took a step on this piece of, uh, this piece of dirt. And then let's say we were to take footsteps, you know, I'm the so yellow footsteps. And you... So the first time you do that, that's fine. And I could say that this is in... This was yours and this was yours. That's clear in time. Tomorrow, who says it doesn't always shine? It has to be. It has to be that way. When when you slip, let's say you. It has to be that way. By the way, the. The wine sloshes in the barrel too. It's not like I know that's what right. That's what I'm saying is that like it's not really set aside until it's done. And if at the end when they split the property in half, it's worse because it's worse because you you don't put the wine back and take out the wine. But I think each is a separate sample. I think you're right. I mean, I mean, I didn't say that in the Rishona, but I have a feeling that that's the case. Anyone want to skim through the run? <laughs> a little, it's a little skim. We've got some extra time tonight. We've got some time. There's no question. Look, look at the last Mefarish, just as very short, to Kosovo Yesh Brera. He does look at it with very simplistically. Obviously, we're going to walk on different parts of the property. But when we split, we'll be like, okay, this was Phil's and this was Stan's. Just we're going to look at it very cleanly in the end. I agree. And even when I saw this, like I agree that like the it's a strange comparison. And really what it means is that we're misunderstanding. The comparison is that Yesh Brera is broad enough that it can have applications in both worlds. Fourth wide line. Fourth wide, wide line? Fourth wide line. At the very end. Every time he goes in, he's walking on his. The Gufa Chatzar Knu Yelo Legamre Oso Tashmish. Yeah. We'd have to see it all in context, but that could be that... Uh, on day one, it was mutter because of Brera. It's, it's, it's a king of Shibur, not a king of Goof. If it's Goof, then you're not, right? Mm-hmm. Back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not really sure what the concept is. It's, called, it's a little, it's a bit of a Hefta Gabra distinction of. Uh, no, no, no. We're talking. No, we're talking about walking, just walking around. You know, being on the property. Yeah, seems that way. I didn't read this run, so I don't know. Don't hold it against me. I probably should have read it. Anyways, the Gemara says the Mishnah says on the top of Memvav But everyone agrees that it's not a case of brera when you're benefiting from a from a tool itself. 
Because like, the whole tool is going to be used. It's not like a Brera it's thing. A it's an Isra Hana. Once you put it down. Well, it's more it. like when, you, when you're when you grinding with the mill. Um, then Muhammad to bring them in. Mm -hmm. Right. The, the, the reason why it's Usr, the reason why it's Usr is because the, the whole item is not, we don't split that item. That item is one yeah, entity. So it's an Isra Hana. You're not allowed to bring. Tomorrow, you don't have a shot at that. Correct. Right. You, I can't then say, well, since half is mine, I'm going to bring my oven in here because then already you're taking that space. That spot is yours. Mm -hmm. And there's no more sheep. Now it's a kidney. Right. And you can't and split that because that, because I took that spot. So there's no Brera to happen. It, it, it undoes the Brera. Okay, case number two in this Mishnah. It wasn't a two-way hatred, just a one-way hatred. And the Gemara then says, Lo Tanakama says you can't go in. Rebbe Lazar ben Yaakov, Lashitaso says, Omer, Yachal Hulomar, the guy can say, Because of Brera. Where I'm stepping right now is mine. And tomorrow when I come in and I step somewhere else, that's going to be mine that day. And that's how Brera is going to function. This is fascinating. We force the person who is, has the Isra Hana on himself to sell his part because we're afraid that he's going to violate the Isra Hana. That's very strange. But that's what the, that's what the Gemara says. Take a look at the Mefarish, three lines down. The Mefarish says, Yeah, this seems to be like that shita, that uh, there's no Brera. It seems to be that way. Third case, we had a third person, Ruvain and Shimon, there's an Isra there, and Levi is also involved. So Levi, uh, uh, so Levi has an Isra with one of them, he can't go in. You and I have a problem, but I'm in Ruvain's property. Levi, Levi says to Shimon, I hate you, but when I'm in the property, I'm not standing on your property. Fourth case, let's say that you and I have uh, an Isra Hana between us, and I own the Beis HaMerchatz, I own the olive press, but I rented it out. When I rent out this property that I own, and somebody else is using it now, are you, who's Mudar Hana for me, allowed to use the property that I currently own, but that I've lent out? So it says the Gemara, it depends. If you really still have ownership in that property, let's say, I'm going to make this up, but let's say you're allowed to enter the, pre the premises whenever you want. Let's assume that was the parameter. So then Asr, that's still called an Isr Hanon. Let's paint the picture again. So Ruvain uh, and Shimon are our partners, but Shimon really doesn't like Ruvain. He's Madir Hanon, and he says, I never want to get benefit from you. And Ruvain owns the bathhouse, and he would like to take a shower. Only one bathhouse in town, so he wants to go take a shower. So Ruvain lent he rented it out to Chaim. So he goes to Chaim. So can I take a shower? He's like, oh, I heard you have an Isra Hanan from Ruvain. I don't know if you're allowed to use this. Oh, what's the nafkamina? The Gemara says, well, if there's tfisasiyad, if there still is some ownership, then you can't use the shower because that means that Ruvain still has his hands on it, and because he still has his hands on it, if you shower here, it's an Isra Hanan. So if he doesn't have ownership of the bathhouse entity, but he has ownership of the real estate. So there, you're now you're talking Rishonim level. It's like Jesus, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah. I, it's, it's correct. If he has ownership in the bathhouse, where he got the bathhouse business and he rented out the business to somebody else, I can hear why he's still like. Let's talk, let's talk in our terms, right? People right. lease nursing homes all the time, okay? Right. So if I have an Isra Hana from, uh, from a person who owns the business, 
the big, big owner, the big dog, he owns a business, but he rented it out to a smaller company. He didn't want to deal with it. So he gets a monthly lease payment from the renter. But other than that, and maybe he gets some dividends, that may be the nafkamina, right? If he gets dividends from the house in addition to the rental fee, he definitely does tfi that's for sure. Right. If he still has a piece of are generally two which is different than but you could I'm out of my own my own my own debt, but you get the point. You can also make the argument that he's still getting Hannah as the landlord. It's probably the case. I'm just I mean I don't know right. <laughs> no, it's a, those are these are words that require a lot of commentary for sure. Some operating control, which this landlord probably doesn't. So that might be like Phil saying that they, they there's like real estate contracts that you have a escalator if the business does really well, mm -hmm. right? Or, or that's right. Like the landlord gets more more money. I think that's for sure. Right. That's for sure. It's says, yeah. But I, I think the question you're asking, if, if I own the real estate, but you, but I really have nothing to do with the building. Right. So then the, it's, it's a little more. Because he comes in, he pays the fees to whoever is operating the Netflix. But then that still is helping that guy pay his rent. It's a little more indirect. But it is indirect because I'm not getting a percentage of the proceeds. Because right. I, as the renter of that property, I pay, your your rent is $800 a month. I write you a check every month, ACH. You get it, just right. goes into your account. I didn't even think about it. So yeah, but it, it, maybe that's not fees. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not saying we again to, to David's point. We, we this is a week's worth of research on what the Rishonim would define as fees. Yeah, Ritva, Rash, Ran, everybody. You got to dig in and figure out what it means. And if we were in Choshen Mishpat Kolo, that's exactly what we would be doing right now: is trying to figure out how the Chachamim viewed fees. Yeah, but Lemaisa, that's what the Mishnah's distinction is: is that if Shimon wants to benefit from Ruvain's Ruvain's bathhouse, Ruvain's whatever, and he rented it out to Chaim. How does that work? So, then Mutter. Last case for the day. I'm never going to enter into your house. The Sadcha Shani and your field. I'm never going to benefit from your field. And then that's Mutter. However, if it wasn't about the you, you the owner, that he says to Ruvain, your field, your house, and then the you part of it dies. So then the property now separates from the you because it's your field, Ruvain. But if Ruvain is dead, Ruvain can't own anything anymore. And therefore, the Isser Hana status falls away and I can benefit from those properties. Masha Ainkain, if his language was different, so gentle, it's the language of you versus the language of it. If he says, Konam buys Zed, this thing over here, Shani Nichnas, I'm never going to go into your house. Sadezu Shani Lokech, I'm never going to take your property. And then Ruvain dies, Me, so Shemach Rachel, then Osir. Even the first case, the Steya Kuza, right? And it's, uh, no. Eventually. No, but in the meantime, the regular rules apply. Just in the Yovel year, everything reverts. But in the meantime, we use regular rules of Choshen Mishpat, I presume. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah. I think it was. What's the good ahead of us? Why did we even need to mention it? I mean, there's no finish there. Where? Which case? This one? The last case is Punch of Shine. If you say that. I'm never going into Phil's house versus I'm not going into 31 whatever Sherwin. It's it's clear as day. Or, 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 right. 
Chase. <laughs> also, you were about to give away my house, so you can give away the one on Sherwin, as long as it's not my sister's house. Uh, so. it's the same number, right? No, it's not the same number. Yeah, it's a good question. We'll see if the Gemara is Mechadish, but it, it is important for us to know, and we've discussed this a number of times in this Masechta, is that the difference between saying you and saying it could be the difference of a nether and a non-nether. That's for sure true. But we were, we only became sensitized to that by learning the Masechta. It's not like we were like... We wouldn't, we're about, we're, we're Amearats and we wouldn't know one way or the other, but like, I'm wondering if there's actually a difference between this broad you versus it. I don't know what we would have thought without the Gemara. We're going to stop right here. We'll pick up with the Gemara on Shabbos 30 minutes before Mincha. Wishing you all a beautiful day. You know, you know that, that's also what it's like, you know, in Mo, that's the way I 